Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. Up this week, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Who will survive and what will be left of them? Episode 25, Who Knew? Slaughterhouse Princess, episode 25. I'm Chris. And I'm Brett. And this this week... We watched the, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The. The. That's important. That's what, that's what separates it from all the other Texas Chainsaw Massacres. And if you're not familiar with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre from then 1974... what in the name of God have you been wasting all of your time with listening to horror show podcasts? Yeah, seriously. Like... Because it's... Texas Chainsaw Massacre. A seminal classic. This is the 25th episode, so I suppose it's okay, but it's impossible to go into this podcast without already having an extremely positive opinion of the movie. That's why we didn't do this movie until now, because you can't really... I I couldn't do an unbiased review of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. It's just... It's a timeless classic. It's like Sleeping Beauty or some shit. So, I mean, it's the Sleeping Beauty of Cadillacs of horror movies. It's the Cadillac of Sleeping Beauty horror films. <laughs> films? Films. Oh, my. Oh, heavens. So we start out in our little tale here. We start out with a bunch of fucking flashing camera noises and decomposing body parts pieces. And we got a text crawl. Yeah. We got some weird ready black footage. <laughs> and apparently some guy has made some kind of corpse monument in the yeah. local uh, cemeterium. Yeah. Movie makes me all giddy. It's just so. Oh man, we watched it uh, in like super HD for the first time. The best, highest quality either one of us had ever seen. Did you see the shit dripping off of the the corpse, the red stuff? It was interesting to watch it in high def. Yeah, when it I was, never had before. It was it was cool. It was weird, but it was cool. So we meet up with our heroes. Yeah. Who are in a van? Everybody's a hero except for Franklin. And they're all heading off into somewhere in Texas. To check out the family homestead. Yep. Stop by the cemetery on the way because they heard on the radio. You know about all those graves getting defiled and finding pieces of corpses and bits everywhere and everything was sticky and drippy and... Oh. And then we meet key character 1A. The passed out drunk guy? Passed out drunk guy in tire. <laughs> Just a man. <laughs> Just a man talking. And uh, An turns out man. turns out Papa's grave's fine. It's fine. That whole thing's weird. This big man's gonna take your girl, okay, okay. So knowing that Papa's grave has been undefiled, we press onward. Every line in this movie is the best one ever. There's a hitchhiker. Oh yeah. We stumble across. My absolute favorite. Leatherface is pretty cool. He's you know Leatherface or whatever. But my favorite character of the movie is and always will be the hitchhiker. Hitchhiker guy is pretty great. Yep, he's the best. To sum it up, <laughs> hitchhiker guy gets in. Dracula. He's a Dracula. Fucking Franklin. He uh. Has a cat purse. He does have a cat purse that he probably made about a half hour ago. Full of photographs. <laughs> well, I guess it's full. There's like three or four, and they're all of Well, a cat purse doesn't hold a lot. <laughs> it doesn't take a lot to fill One up. One cat a... purse of photos, please. What kind of unit of measurement is that? I think it's a Dutch. Dutch. Oh, well, good. I'm glad that was a real question. It was a hypotenuse. So he busts out some pictures of corpses of cows and such. Broken open cows in their skulls. And everybody's like, yeah, that's not totally creepy. Thanks, buddy. Oh, you forgot to mention uh, about how Franklin sucks. Also, Franklin sucks. He's terrible. All he does is, it's hot. 
It's hot. I'm, I'm in, in a, a wheelchair. <laughs> Wah! The whole damn time. So everybody's starting to be a little unsettled by Mr. Uh, Creepy Hitchhiker Man, Mr. Dracula. Yep, starting to. Boy, if they only knew. And he sees that old Cripple Franklin's got a knife. He's like, that's a nice knife. Want to watch me cut a gash in my hand? <laughs> he doesn't say it. Everybody's thinking it. No, I'm just kidding. Nobody was thinking that. They all just watched him cut the shit out of his hand and laugh at it. And they were all mortified. Decides to take a picture of Franklin. Franklin questions his uh, capacity as a professional <laughs> photographer. <laughs> So he's yeah, the like, last well, ever photographer I've ever had didn't slice their hand open and laugh at it. Cut their hand, maybe. Laugh at laugh it, maybe. Laugh at it. But not both. Not both. That is stupid. That is unprofessional. Like, nope, that's a deal breaker. Can't do it. And he's like, well, you don't like the picture. I'm just going to bust out my wad of tinfoil. <laughs> Sprinkles of fucking gunpowder on it that I have in my cat purse. So at this point, everybody in the van's like, well, <laughs> I don't know if this was a good idea. Okay, gang, let's have a rational discussion. We think he should go. What do you think, buddy? He's like, man, I don't know. Rainbows and hand grenades, I suppose. Hand slices. So they pull over, eject Dracula from the vehicle. <laughs> he writes some kind of mystical blood rune on the side of the car. It's not a mystical fucking blood rune. It's a big smear of circles. It's just a bunch of mess out of his hand because he cut himself. And they continue onward to their destination of the place they're going. The homestead or whatever I called it earlier. Somebody's, Franklin's uncle's grandfather's cousin's parents' mother's... Dennis. Dennis's tennis coach's house. They stop at the local uh, fueling station, pull up, and some weird guy starts some rubbing weird guy water with on a giant, stuff. I'm assuming forehead versus brain because he spends most of his time either staring at the sun or washing the fronts of... Well, Smearing soapy water all over the fronts of cars on command. And the, the proprietor of <laughs> this establishment... He's my third favorite. I can't tell you who my second favorite is because we'll save that for the end. But the proprietor... Forehead, forehead old... I don't know. Looks at the sun. I like that guy. Number three. Number three. Forehead sun stare guy. Number one hitchhiker. Number two favorite character mystery still. Number three. Sun stare forehead. So the, the proprietor of this local fill-in station comes up and he's like, Yeah, we ain't got no gas. Maybe you should get some barbecue. <laughs> because that'll make your van go. So they're like, yeah, sure, barbecue. Why not? Get some barbecue. And they head off down the road. End up at the homestead. Where Franklin gets out of the van and starts being a pissy little bitch right away. He's like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Everything is everything. Do you think that guy was weirdo? <laughs> Do you think he was strange? Do you think he was weird? What about odd? Perhaps unusual? Could you cut your own hand with knife? <laughs> What, because I probably could you? couldn't. Could you? I couldn't. Could you? It takes everyone in the something band. special to cut open your hand parts. Isn't that right? Everyone, 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 everyone. So we go to the homestead. It's pretty dilapidated. We learn things that are important. Franklin uh, is super pissed that he's in a wheelchair. And he, he, <laughs> he goes... <laughs> he, oh, yeah, that's the best ever. Well, you got to do it for about another three minutes, but I yeah. I just don't have the energy. 177th of this film was Franklin making Going. a damn. <clears throat> yeah, doing that a minute. So everybody's like, well, Franklin, you're a big suck, so we're going to go to the local swimming hole. And uh, two people, red pants and open shirt, head off to the swimming hole. Red shorts, man. I remember them shorts, too. Growl. Growl. The other girl, she was... She wasn't good. Tight, loose pants. Yeah, I didn't like tight, loose pants McNipples. Yeah, it was really they cold. They said it was hot, but it, her, her, she had the, the little glass cutters the whole time. 
No, other girl, she was pretty hot though for being the 1974 movie. That's good. That's good. That's my primary concern in a horror movie is whether or not the chicks are hot. Yeah, just one of them. But they head off to go find the local swimming hole, which turns out is now more of a dirty dip in the ground. Lots of snakes. And as they are checking out the, what used to be the swimming hole, they hear a, a generator in the distance. Yep. And they're like, well, we should go ask them for gas because <laughs> that's not jackass. <laughs> and off they go. Well, what are, what are you going to do? It's 1974. You're going to leave them the guitar and a couple gonna... bucks and come back with a couple more bucks and some gas and everything's going to be fine. <laughs> That's a direct quote from the movie. Good job, Chris. Yeah, I was paying attention. It was. And drinking bourbon. There's a lot, well, I'm just saying there's a lot of quotes, but that, uh, you're not going to find that on your questionable after the rating they gave stalled IMDB. So they go check out the generator sounds, come across the house, <clears throat> find a bunch of old cars, and they decide, like you do... You beat on the door until it opens. And they go inside. And he keeps saying, hey, and eventually he hears like a, a guy making a pig noise. So he's like, well, I guess that's okay. So he walks on into the house and what do you think he sees? Our Not friend. much because Leatherface snaps up behind him and hits him in the back of the head with a hammer. Yeah, in one of the more visceral scenes from any movie yeah, ever. Yeah, it's so good. Whaps the guy a couple that times, is... drags him off. Oh, and at this that point, is one of the best, like, two seconds in horror ever when he whacks him, drags him off, and slams the door shut. Like, looks yeah. around and slams the door shut. Oh, it's just so good. That is super great. Oh, it makes me feel all weird. And now at this point, old Red Shorts, who's been waiting outside for open shirt <laughs> to, I don't know what he was trying to accomplish exactly. I bet I do. Boing. She goes to check it out, decides just to go on in, falls into a room full of sweet furniture. There's a chicken in a cage. There's a bone couch. Oh, yeah, the old bone room. That uh, The first time I watched this movie, I was probably like 10. And I was all right until the bone room. And that bone room scarred me real bad when I was 10. The bone room consists of bones and feathers <laughs> and feathers and bones. Say it the way you said it when you were watching it. Bones and feathers and feathers and bones. Yeah, songs. Er, a song. And she... Understandably, doesn't handle this situation particularly. Nope, gracefully. she starts screaming. Well, I wouldn't see not under well, not well, but gracefully. I would say as gracefully as you can. She starts uh, screaming and crying and dry heaving and like you do, right? And later the face is like, man, I'm trying to, you know, I got process it. this guy here, and I got some broad screaming. Yeah, I'm trying to run my independent business here. I don't, I don't get government subsidies. And then he comes to politely question her, and her rude ass tries to run out the door. So he does what you do in that situation when you're just a, a small businessman right. trying to make ends meet in right. this topsy-turvy economy. You know, you're his main pr- product. You snatch her up, <laughs> drag her off into the kill room. Kicking and screaming into the kill room. And you stick her onto a meat hook. While you chop up her boyfriend with a chainsaw. Well, it looks like he's just kind of taking cuts at him, which is fun. He's screaming the whole time, so he's not killing him, so that's nice. He's not rude. No. He's a businessman, like we said. He wears a fucking tie. Yeah, you, you gotta trust the guy. Most of the time. Th- he went through like six wardrobe changes throughout the movie. It's baffling. So at this point, the people back at the van at the old Franklin estate... Are like, man, what's taking so long? How long does it take to have gross 70s-style sex out in the woods? And Franklin starts bitching that time exists and that it's still outside, outside, and still yelling about cutting his hand. And Franklin's just so, Franklin's just terrible throughout the entire movie. I, I don't like him. So uh, another one of our esteemed van colleagues, Glasses Afro Man, is like, I'll go get <laughs> to the bottom of this. 
And then I don't, I don't know, something happens or whatever. It's, he goes and looks for him and then gets killed. And then it's night. Yeah, Afro gets killed and it becomes night. And then Franklin and uh, <clears throat> what were we calling her? Long hair, tight, loose pants. Tight, loose pants. Tight, loose pants. Franklin and tight, loose pants are fighting over a fucking flashlight for some reason. Yeah, they have a 47-minute <clears throat> long argument about uh, the flashlight and who's going to go look for these fucks. Well, tight, loose pants at one point says, I can't push you down the hill. That's Why true. not? What, do you not understand the most basic of physics? Yeah, it's a guy in a wheelchair. How yep. difficult is it to get him down a hill? <laughs> Done. Not very. So finally, they come to the agreement that Gonna, Franklin is a douchebag, and he's going. They're going to take some path that just shows her struggling, pushing his fat ass through the woods. And a uh, small businessman owner, Leatherface, shows up. <laughs> and he's all like, eh, Franklin, you're kind of a douche, so I'm going so to go ahead and rend you with this you. chainsaw. Yeah, yeah, he does. Finally, Franklin lives for so long in this movie. And then tight, loose pants, <clears> is like, well, this isn't exactly what I thought was going to happen. I'm going to panic and run. <laughs> Runs into Leatherface's home. No, runs to the gas station. Yeah, runs to the gas station. That's that's another really, really, really good scene. Looking for help. Oh. Comes across the proprietor of the gas station. I'll let you take over this one because I know you're a, you're a pretty big fan of this scene. Yeah, it's it's one of my favorites. And gas station proprietor is all like, hey girl, ain't no reason to be freaking out. Everything's fine. There's nobody out here. Just relax. I'm just going to get this burlap sack and lift the <laughs> rope and everything's going to be cool, sister. Don't worry about me licking my lips and smiling so big. So she grabs uh, some sort of machete-like machete. Mm-hmm. And he grabs a broom and bests her with this broom. Ties you her up. ever played paper, rock, scissors, broom, machete? Broom beats machete every time. Ties her up, burlap sacks her, throws her in his truck. <laughs> I like that burlap sack is a verb. Yeah. You can eat it, Webster's. We did that. Take that societal conventions of what words are. Mm-hmm. So he's got her in the truck and the burlap sack. We're 25 sack. deep. We're making massive social changes by now. And I really like this part because there's something so unsettling about this dude who is simultaneously <laughs> trying to tell her that everything is fine now and prodding her with a stick the entire time. He's like, hey, Oh, hey, don't forget laughing. Calm down. Everything's cool. Ha <laughs> ha! I'm going to prod you with the stick. <laughs> Drives her back to the old uh, Leatherface uh, compound. <laughs> Takes her inside. Says, hey girl, don't worry. It's almost dinner time. Me and my fuck shit kids, <laughs> we're gonna take care of you. Yeah, we're, uh, we, we now get to learn that they're all in cahoots. And then we kill Small we, businessman Leatherface. Uh, what we call the guy? Uh, Hitchhiker. No, not a Hitchhiker, not Dracula. Not Dracula? Yeah. Oh, the proprietor, proprietor of the gas station. Gas station proprietor. The cook. It'll make sense later. We'll call him the cook, because I like that part. And then we come to one of That's the, like... That's the part where I get to holler all the loud, funny words. Then we come to a scene that has been tried to be reproduced in several different movies, and never to the same kind of degree of just unpleasantness that this movie can do it in. The dinner scene. Yep. The whole family's there, even old decrepit grandpa... Well, it starts out with old girl uh, tied up to the bone couch. And then I think she makes too much noise, so they beat the head. No, she passes out. Leatherface and Dracula get up in her business, and she passes out. And she comes to tied up at the table. And that's when it all goes horribly wrong. And this is, <clears throat> this is where we pretty much get like the, the gist of what's going on. This is a family of people who, you know, abduct people and kill them and cook their parts and eat their parts yep. and make lampshades... And furniture out of the remaining parts that what they didn't eat, and we got we got hitchhiker going crazy and hooting and hollering. Yep. 
We got Leatherface old... making leather. Wait, well, we got a. He's not. He's Mrs. Doubtfire fucking Leatherface at this point. Yeah, he has this like weird ass completely... woman's wig with a white mask and a bunch of makeup smeared all over it. He just wants to get his family back <clears> together. <throat> it's not weird. <laughs> weird. Weird. How am I saying what weird? And then they decide that it's time. It's time to kill poor tight loose pants. Tight loose pants. Because the the cooker he can't handle all of this. He's just nonsense. a cook. He's like, guys... He can't take no pleasure in it, he says. Ain't no pleasure in killing. I just like to eat the bits when it's done. <laughs> he didn't say that part. So he's like, guys, let's just get this over with. And Hitchhiker's like, you know, I always heard Grandpa was the best at whacking people with hammers and killing them dead. We were introduced to Grandpa a short span ago, and he was up in this partitioned-off room in the attic with a decaying corpse. And you would think he was a decaying corpse. Well, he wasn't decayed, but he, he looks dead, but he's not because he drinks a lot of blood out of tight loose paints his finger. And they, uh, yeah, they, they set Granddad up to uh, do the whacking. So they, and he, he misses the first, well, they, they drag out the big metal bucket and he misses the first couple of whacks, just drops the fucking hammer because he's, you know, three quarters dead. But man, then he gets her a good couple of times and old Hitchhiker Dracula is like, I want the hammer! And, uh, it is the confusing. Melee. In the in the confu- I like how you went from con- you were gonna say confusion. Yeah, I did. Came out confusing, so you went confusing. Yeah. Melee. We're letting them glimpse behind the curtain today, buddy. That's where we get paid. <laughs> we usually edit out all of our fuck ups. And so in the like this in the madness in that ensues, old tight loose pants makes, makes her daring break. escape. Makes a brisk. Jumps out the window. Second window she had to jump out in the movie. She had a hard day. Leatherface takes the time to change his clothes. He does. He ch- clothing, wig, mask, everything. Like, he's... That's pretty quick. And him and... booking it. He's pretty fast at changing clothes. Yeah. And him and uh, old Hitchhiker in Hot Pursuit. Hitchhiker Dracula. Chase her out to the road. She runs out, tries to flag down a semi for some help. Old Hitchhiker ain't so lucky. Gets squished, which is pretty great. Right? You're looking at me like you no. don't remember a thing. No, I was, I was I spaced on the date. Uh, Hitchhiker doesn't get wait. Who gets killed? Oh yeah, Hitchhiker it, does get killed. He gets trained over by a semi truck. Which brings me to favorite character number two, the big fat Hitchhiker. Not Hitchhiker, but uh, I was thinking uh, the Hitchhiker. Yeah, no, that's good. Put her go with it. The big uh, the big truck driver. Yeah, he's pretty great. Yep. He doesn't have a single line of dialogue in the movie. But he has the single most important action of the film. He is, you don't know it, but this is Superman. He gets out of his truck, says, I'll save you, but doesn't say it. But runs to help the girl, Yep. sees Leatherface, quickly 180s and runs back to his truck. Like only the bravest man would. As a 400 pound man could. He's like, I'll say, nope, nope, nope. You dead, white lady. Whoops. And she runs uh, right behind him, jumps in the truck. He begrudgingly lets her in. Yep. Leatherface. Right back out the other side of the truck. Yeah, they both jump out. Old <clears throat> trucker man grabs a ginormous pipe wrench. About a 200 pounder. Whips it at old Leatherface. With the utmost precision that one could possibly hook a wrench that size at someone. And in the meantime, a, a, a truck, just a plain old pickup truck. Yep. Is, drive, is driving by. Has driving by. Has driving by. You yell at me. I do. So. He does a weird U-turn 180 in the middle of the road. Ends up stalling his truck out too, dummy. Old tight loose pants runs to go get some help from him. Trucker man is just like, nope, I'm going to keep booking down this road. Y'all's crazy as hell. Y'all do be tripping. Leatherface tries to catch her before she gets in the truck to no avail. The truck speeds off in the distance. Leatherface does an interpretive dance to show how he feels in his heart. 
And that's essentially it. Yep. She, the last thing you see is her driving away, screaming, crying, and laughing, all covered in blood. And, and that is the super yeah. abridged version of the Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre. Because you know what, guys? You should know what this movie is. You should know what it's about. Man, it's just so good. We didn't really have to watch it to talk about it. We could have just talked about it. Yeah. But we wanted an excuse to watch Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre and drink bourbon. Yep. Bullet bourbon. Waiting on that sponsorship bullet. We are. So say, Brett. Use your words to describe Texas Chainsaw Massacre and how it makes you feel. Let's do it different. Oh, okay. Let's do that then. Let's just talk about it. Let's rap. Let's, Let's let rap. me turn my chair around backwards. It'll make a bunch of rap to make you more comfortable. So the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. 1974. 1974. Four years before Halloween. They made it for. It was that little spot between Psycho and Halloween. About $84,000, and this thing grossed $30 million bucks. Yep, it's still making money today. I think it is probably one of the more influential horror movies that has yeah. ever happened. That, that and Halloween. It is... Halloween was a big influence on a lot of stuff. Halloween is the basis of... Well, Chris was talking earlier about Black, Sun, or Black Christmas, sorry. The 1978 came out, what, four months before? Yeah, it came but out But if you ask Guy on the street, he's not going to know... He, he would more readily know about Halloween than Black Christmas, I would imagine. Yeah, Black Christmas wasn't a huge, a so huge it, Technically, movie. yeah, probably the first slasher, but Halloween really influenced, you know, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, Scream, all slashers. It's just, <clears throat> it's one of those movies that if you have never seen it, first of all, what the hell? Right. And second of <clears> all... <throat> It's a lot like The Exorcist in a way. If you've never seen it and you watch it now, yeah, but it's so much more. You're, it's 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 held up better than any movie out of the seventies. I would say any of your old like The Exorcist. That you know, I'm real glad that movie exists or whatever because it's The Exorcist. It was great. It was pivotal for its time, but it's seventy-seven thousand hours long now. Yeah, and and this movie doesn't suffer from that kind of weird pacing that horror movies. Nope, in it, the 70s it pretty had. much go, go, goes. Yeah, it's not all... The the sound is good, it's real abstract and whatnot, but it's not, I don't know, it's a much faster pace. The other movies we've done from the 70s have all been like the like the White Worm. And this this movie, you can if you've never seen it and you watched it now, you would be like, I've seen all of this stuff before. Right. But you have to realize that this movie is why you've seen all, all of this stuff. stuff before. The The idea of just kind of unsettling stuff there there is not a lot of blood in this movie nope there's not a lot of there's towards the end but there's not a lot of hardcore like gore shots it's just fucking brutal to watch it's this movie is all about the atmosphere this movie is about it looks like a it's like half documentary it's about how you can take a, a low budget and make an atmospheric movie that is way more creepy and unsettling than a 10 million dollar cgi riddled gore fest right. it's super good it holds up really well i think and granted i'm not the most impartial to the right. texas chainsaw massacre because it's one of well, the I'm movies that either. got me into yeah. horror movies yep a seminal classic screwed me up real good and i don't seminal yeah and i think that sometimes maybe the kids today those youngsters they've seen all the they remakes and the reboots and the, the sequels and that all that jazz but they ain't watched the original. So they're like, why should I watch some dumb old movie? My little niece and nephew are 13 and 10, and they're starting to watch horror movies. And I keep telling them to watch the original, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but the. they haven't yet. 
They're like, it's not scary. It's just gross. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, you need to watch the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. If there was a list of, like, ten horror movies that you should watch just because you owe it to yourself as a fan of horror movies, this would definitely be up there in the top five. Yeah, oh yeah. It's, so much of this movie has been used in so many other movies. Why, Chris and I, the the way, okay, the tagline thing, we get that from IMDb, and there's a, uh, you guys ever heard of a band called White Zombie? They have a song called Real Solution Number 9, in which, uh, like, every other line in the song is the tagline we read. The who will survive and what will be left of them. It's an insanely influential movie. And arguably, <clears throat> one of the most, if not directly remade as, like, uh, reimagining sequel kind of movies, there's a lot of movies that just simply take the idea right. of this movie. Like House like of a Thousand House, Corpses. Yeah, I was going to say House of a Thousand Corpses. Is almost a blatant ripoff of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. An homage, maybe, is a better... yeah. But this isn't the time to get me mad about Rob Zombie making movies. No. Or to discuss House of a Thousand Corpses versus The Devil's Rejects. But I would say... Which, you... by the way, is my favorite movie of all time, The Devil's Rejects. It's just, it is pretty good. It doesn't get any better. If you haven't watched that, then I, I don't know. If you haven't seen the original te- The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, then you are touched in the head, and you <laughs> should remedy it immediately. And I'm not going to say it's the greatest movie ever put to film... But I've watched this movie probably 15 times. Yeah, I've watched it that many times, if not more. Various, every format that's come out, I've tried to watch it on. And there's just something about the that's way it's... That's why this was extra cool tonight, because like we said, I've never seen it in this clear of HD before. It was, it was pretty cool. It's just something about the way it's shot, <clears throat> the way it's paced, the way it all kind of comes together, that I think anybody who makes a horror movie now should have to sit down and watch this movie. and be like, guys, you have $10 million. Why are you making Jump Scare the goddamn movie when <laughs> you, can, you can make this? Or something crazier than this. Right. You could spend all this money on set do. design and stuff instead of stupid CGI garbage bullshit. The second Texas Chainsaw Massacre, original second Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it's so complicated to talk about this movie because there's been so many remakes. But uh, the first one's fantastic, obviously. The second one is good for the laughs. The other two that came out in the 80s 90s i didn't really like now i have the the very first the the jessica beale remake i guess would be the best way to put it because she's the most famous person in it i liked it it wasn't it had nothing on the original there you know we couldn't even do a compare contrast episode about this it's it's out of the question but it wasn't bad so i think bottom line what we're getting at is this a good movie it's solid you should watch it 10 out of 10 i mean it's solid there's nothing I, there's nothing negative I can say about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, I would say, I would say you have to watch it, even if you don't like it. You, if you're a horror movie guy, you owe it to and yourself. It's just somehow slipped under your radar. I'm not as rude as Chris. I'm not going to euthanize you or whatever it is he said when the microphone wasn't on. He's crazy. So say, say, Brett. Yeah. What if people have an opinion about this movie film? Or mm-hmm. other movie films they would like yeah. us to review. Yeah. Or the rest yeah. of the spiel that yeah. we do right now. Yeah. Uh-huh. We'll go. I don't know. Some sort of method that doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, but that is arbitrary reason that it's not any good. What about a legitimate form of contact information we can use? Well, you can find us on Facebook at Slaughterhouse Princess at Facebook on Slaughterhouse Princess. Or you can email us at Slaughterhouse Princess Podcast at gmail.com. Or... 
you can type into your browser that you have, slaughterhouseprincess.com. We're also available on the iTunes. Hey, Bullet Bourbon, we sent you a letter. Yeah, get back to us, dogs. We like your bourbon. Everybody drink Bullet Bourbon if you drink bourbon. It's good. And for the first time ever, we have a backlog of requests. We do. We do. So for the next month, it's all you guys. If you keep them coming in, it'll still be under your control. Yeah. Next week, friend of the podcast, Nick, last name withheld. It's on the Facebook. I mean, he posted it. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) I like to be weird. He requested a movie called Seven Days. Yep. I know nothing about this movie. It looks interesting. I want to go in cold, because he he recommended Dead Girl to us, and I, I really dug that. Yeah. I still say best request so far. It was super unpleasant to watch. Yep. (laughs) You did good, Nick. So we're going to do that next time around. Yep. We'll let the rest of the stuff be a surprise for next week. Kind of. I posted everything on Facebook, stupid. Whatevs. You dumbass. So yeah, guys. Look forward to uh, seven days next week. Woo! And uh, yeah, thanks for sticking us out to 25 here. Mm Mm-hmm. 25. Welcome all you newfound listeners. Yep. And if you stop listening, well, up to yours. You don't know I said that. You ain't gonna do nothing. Chris will come to your house. Come to your house. I'm in your house. I'm in your shrubberies rubbing myself down with vapor rub. Wow. That, uh, what? Mm-hmm.